Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We've got a powerful show today. I ain't even been in this city long enough to have any enemies. And we're reaching a bit. What's a guy like that doing in jail? Zip ties? Cuffs didn't fit him. You guys recycle. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, February 4th through Sunday, February 6th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Ghostface may have been foiled again in the most recent Scream movie, but the film's box office success means that the slasher's reign of terror will continue. Spyglass Media Group and Paramount Pictures announced Thursday that they have given the green light to a sixth installment in the meta-horror franchise. The new film will be directed by Matt Battinelli-Olpen and Tyler Gillette and written by James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick the very same team responsible for last month's installment, which starred key players Neff Campbell, David Arquette, and Courtney Cox. Principal photography is slated to begin this summer. No word yet on who might return for the next movie, though we know one of them definitely won't. But no spoilers here. Paramount Network has renewed its uber-popular series Yellowstone for a fifth season. Production is expected to start in May. Starring Oscar winner Kevin Costner as John Dutton, owner of the largest contiguous cattle ranch in the United States, the titular Yellowstone, the show premiered in 2018 and has been a consistent ratings winner for Paramount, breaking records, garnering SAG and PGA nominations, and generating the spinoffs, 1883 and the upcoming four sixes. Sony's quest to build a cinematic superhero universe entirely out of Spider-Man characters continues. Dakota Johnson is in talks with the studio to star as Madam Web in a new superhero movie, though the deal is not yet closed. According to Deadline, Madam Web is set to be directed by S.J. Clarkson, who previously directed several episodes of Marvel TV shows Jessica Jones and The Defenders. And Bill Nye is boldly going where David Bowie has gone before. The Love Actually star will step into the role of alien Thomas Newton in Showtime's upcoming series, The Man Who Fell to Earth, taking over the part played by Bowie in the cult classic film of the same name. Nye will star opposite Chiwetel Ejiofor as a new extraterrestrial character and Naomi Harris as a human scientist enlisted to help with his mission. In the series, Nye's Newton, who was the first alien to arrive on Earth more than 40 years prior, summons Ejiofor's Faraday to complete his original mission. However, Newton's time marooned among human beings has cost him everything, possibly including his sanity. The Man Who Fell to Earth lands on Showtime this spring. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. All right, folks, grab your coat and passport because we're snow excited for our number five pick 
the Winter Olympics opening ceremony. As tradition follows, the ceremony will kick off the Beijing Games where the athletes will be welcomed in the Parade of Nations, the Olympic Cauldron will be lit, and around 3,000 performers will be taking the stage in what is sure to be a jaw-dropping performance. Fan favorite U.S. Olympic champion snowboarders Sean White and Chloe Kim, alpine skier Michaela Schifrin, and figure skater Nathan Chen, and many more will all be returning for the Games. You can watch the spectacle unfold tonight at 8 o'clock on NBC and streaming on Peacock. Now, we have already reached our number four pick for the weekend, Amazon's new series, Reacher not to be confused with Jack Ryan. Former Titan star Alan Richson steps into the role of Jack Reacher, a veteran military police investigator who has just recently entered civilian life. The first season, based on Lee Child's first Jack Reacher novel, Killing Floor, sees a wandering Reacher arrive in the small town of Margrave, Georgia, where he's arrested for a crime he didn't commit, the town's first homicide in 20 years. As Reacher works to prove his innocence, a deep-seated conspiracy begins to emerge, requiring both brains and brawn to deal with it. Fortunately, he's got both on hand. Here's a preview. Jack Reacher, parents deceased, retired army. Bronze star, silver star, and a purple heart. What in God's name is a guy like that doing in Margrave? What's a guy like that doing in jail? Zip ties? Cuffs didn't fit him. You guys recycle. Seven bodies since you set foot in my town. I was arrested for murder. Now you want my help? I want you to do what I say. You just go wherever you want, whenever you want. Everyone's always jealous. I'm gonna uncover this whole operation and burn it to the ground. Well, I guess that's one way to solve a murder mystery. If you are a Jack Reacher fan, rest assured that this show star is right there with you, although it turns out he's more of a recent convert to the fandom. Here's Richson on how he became a Reacher fanatic. It may seem disingenuous, but um, I'm the biggest fan of the books now. I wasn't introduced to the books before, uh, you know, getting into the mix. And, you know, once I realized there was a real shot at this role, I picked up the first book and I couldn't put it down. And I read 24 books in eight months. I couldn't stop. I was sad when I got to the end, you know, to the end of where they were at the time. But, you know, it it got to the point where I was, I've never been starstruck by anybody. You know, I mean, I've been in the business for a long time and... You know, we're all just people, but uh, seeing Lee Child and spending time with him on set uh, was the first time in my life I was ever starstruck. You know, I just, I was like, oh my, I'm, I'm talking to my hero right now, you know? So I've become a really big fan and uh, I feel as much, you know, an observer of this whole process as any fan would, you know, as I do sort of being on the inside as, uh, as, as Reacher, you know, it's, uh, it's a pretty surreal experience. Indeed. Well, you can see Richson as Reacher right now. The show's full first season is streaming on Amazon Prime Video. It's trivia time. Alan Richson is taking over the role of Jack Reacher from What Star, who played the character on the big screen in two movies. Alec Baldwin, Kevin Costner, or Tom Cruise? Stick around for the answer. Our number three pick this weekend will be nailing it for one last time. It's the series finale 
of Claws. The TNT drama series set in South Florida follows a group of business-savvy female nail technicians working at the Nail Artisan of Manatee County Salon. It's all blowouts and blingy manicures until they get caught up in the seedy crime underbelly of the city. In the fourth and final season, Desna, played by Niecy Nash, decides to take on Dean Norris's Uncle Daddy and undermine his drug ring with a profit plan of her own. Here's an exclusive preview of Quiet Anne and Virginia having a heart-to-heart in the upcoming episode. Got her murdered. You're not Des, all right? You are not Des. Yeah, I, I know that now. She's the one that should be in jail, not you. I've made my peace, and so should you. Just forgive her. Hell no. It's about as likely as her hair being real. And throwing in some shade along the way. Well, Niecy Nash told EW that working with the cast for four seasons was an absolute joy because they all loved their job and put passion into every episode. Have a listen. I would probably say the best part of this particular group is that this was a group of women who loved their craft. Mm-hmm. So there was never any moments where you felt like it's being phoned in, it's not authentic, or I'm working with someone who really doesn't want to be here. You know, that's a little challenging, but when everybody who you are working with loves their job um, and loves the craft, that makes for a delicious creative experience. The neon looks and long nails might be coming to an end, but you can catch all the drama one last time when the finale episode of Claws airs on TNT Sunday at 9 o'clock. Folks, stay tuned. Our top two picks and soundbite of the week are coming up. What to watch? We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. We don't usually do this, but for our soundbite of the week, we just couldn't not choose a moment from our cover shoot with the cast of Bridgerton. Here is star Nicola Coughlin discussing the show's success. And then, you know, Kim K saying it was her favorite show and we're like besties on Instagram now. Kim and I, we messaged, I talked to her about going on SNL. I was like, you're going to be great. And she was, and you know, I am. And then the SNL skits about it, it was just like really mind blowing because I've watched that show forever and ever and be like, oh, they've seen me in something. And I mean, I could host SNL, I'm free. Hey, no shame at all. You gotta shoot your shot. Well, you can see more from the cast over at EW.com. That's where you'll find our cover story on Bridgerton Season 2, learn the fate of Daphne and Simon, and much, much more. Number two. Now, let's take a trip to Utah for this weekend's number two pick, 
the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. This week, both the Cinco de Mayo festivities and the tension between the ladies intensify as the women hound Meredith for the date of her father's memorial and struggle to understand her unwavering support for Mary like many of us are struggling with. Then, once back in SLC, the women try to make sense of all the chaos in Zion, with Jen visiting Mary's church to see if the rumors are true, Lisa seeking advice from John, and Meredith offering an olive branch to Heather and Whitney. Here is a clip from the episode. The fact that I'm in a car going to Meredith's right now kind of blows my mind, because I don't think that you're really aware what happened in Zion. I mean, I remembered you guys going at it, but I didn't really, like, where are you at? Like, what was the last thing she said to you? I said, Meredith, you can make this very clear right now. Did you or did you not have a memorial for your father? And And she was like, Whitney, how, is your father really an addict? I don't believe that you haven't talked to your father, Whitney. Why don't I take something pain for you and just rip the scab and tell you no one believes you? She low blowed me and she knows it. That's yeah, why that's a low blow. And yeah. that if I had heard that, I would have raged. I don't personally really have an axe to grind with Meredith, but I totally want to support Whitney in these unresolved feelings. Even Meredith Marks can be messy. And she should have to explain herself just like the rest of us do. So it seems like that whole olive branch thing might not go too well. Go figure. But the real question is, can anything this week top the basement nightclub scene from last week's episode? Find out on The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City Sunday at 9 p.m. on Bravo. And now let's move from Salt Lake City to the Windy City for our number one pick, Power Book for Force. The latest addition to the Powerverse centers on fan favorite Tommy Egan as he leaves New York for good after losing Ghost and Lakeisha. But what was supposed to be a quick stop in Chicago turns into a new life there, as one thing leads to another and Tommy soon finds himself embroiled in the city's drug game. While navigating old family secrets, Chicago's racial divisions, and the city's two biggest crews, Tommy uses his outsider status to his advantage, breaking all the local rules and rewriting them on his quest to become the biggest drug dealer in Chicago. Here's a preview. What did you find out about the mystery man? New York is over. This is my chance. Now this could only happen to a guy like me. Who you work for? I ain't work for nobody. I'm a free agent. Walter Flynn. You made quite an impression on my family. And only happen in a town like this. Out here trying to make money and moves. You clock in my city. It gonna be a problem if I am? You don't want to stick around to find out. Let's find out then. So after already playing this character on one series, why spin him off? EW's Derek Lawrence chatted with star Joseph Sakura about that and what lured him back in. And his answer starts with a little step back in Powerverse time. There's a specific episode when people say, what was your favorite episode? And um, I often say it was season five, episode nine, which is where um, Tommy kills his father. And, uh, it was just really heavy in terms of the emotional composition of the character. 
and kind of going through what makes this guy tick. So I was interested and I thought that there was a lot more to explore with who this guy is. Why does he really click with, you know, with the people? What, why is he kind of like the common, the, you know, the, the people's champ for all intents and purposes and um, to really rediscover that. So I was really interested to um, find Tommy when he has nothing, how he rebuilds from nothing uh, for, you know, as he leaves New York and what this new environment would bring to the character. So I was definitely excited to reprise the character, and I think I got really lucky, and um, I'm so confident in the cast, the surrounding cast, from Tommy Flanagan to Isaac Keys to Gabrielle Ryan. We have just really an excellently talented cast who's, uh, who's going to change the landscape of the power universe. Lofty statement for sure, but if there's one thing this franchise does well... It goes big. You can check out that new cast and the latest chapter in Tommy's life when Power Book 4 Force premieres Sunday. It immediately follows the Power Book 2 Ghost season finale. All of the action gets started at 8 o'clock on Stars. And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. Reacher star Alan Richson is taking over the role of Jack Reacher from what star who played the character in two movies? Alec Baldwin, Kevin Costner, or Tom Cruise? Hopefully this question wasn't an impossible mission. The answer is Tom Cruise, who starred in 2012's Jack Reacher and 2016's Jack Reacher Never Go Back. That's our show for this weekend. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great weekend. What to Watch. This episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina and Callie Shep. Edited and produced by Joshua Heller. Hosted and produced by Jared Hall. And executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal.